0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Week 9 Waivers show for Rugby with Pads. Bit In, in a bit of a rush than I am normally this week. I don't, I don't know what's really happened to it. Uh, work's caught up a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to get straight into uh, the meat of it. and let, Let's have a quick look about um, what the games last week. There were some weird and wonderful games. I, I was there at the um, at Wembley London game watching Broncos versus Jaguars. I think I got a bit swept up into the game and what was happening, you know, fancy related to it because it wasn't until very late on that I realised the Broncos were actually winning. Um, I don't think we any of us there in attendance expected that but, you know, well done Russ, uh, you, you got your win and um, as a side note, uh, me and my friends, we all saw uh, Chiara all, um, there and she, she seemed lovely, she seemed like she was getting fleeced for uh, buying pick and mix for, in the Wembley uh, Stadium but, uh, you know, that aside it was a really good game and yeah. Probably the least um, weird and wonderful game of the week. We had some crazy stuff happening. You know, the Falcons uh, winning in overtime thanks to the worst kicking. Oh, wow, that was bad kicking. I mean... D.J. Moore has a lot to answer for for that uh, a penalty, but the, such bad kicking on on that side, and uh, not what you wanted to see. But it was nice to see P.J. Walker throwing some dimes there. The Bears looked um, competitive, even though in yeah, it, the, I think the score humbled them a little bit. Um, and the Cowboys just just ran out. Their defense is so so good, and their offense is just efficient. The Dolphins-Lions game that was end-to-end, absolutely amazing if, you, if you're if you a fan of offensive football, which hopefully all of us listening uh, and into fancy are. Um, yeah, there was a weird, weird game with the Raiders. What happened to them? Highest scoring offense in the league or something, like 33 points a game, and they score zero. Um, all your fantasy assets there, completely ruined. So a lot of my advice from last week um, went to pot. Um, yeah, outside of that, the rest of it kind of it feels relatively normal i mean apart from i've got to, got a shout out cmc unfortunately against uh, my rams that trifecta of rushing um passing and catching a td in, in a game i don't think it's happened in like 17 years or something he just absolutely ran the show um i suspected that he might do that and but i thought well, maybe we'll keep him in touch a little bit but they've just done the right thing and and 49ers have gone from being a good team to a, a great team and there aren't many great teams out there and I think that's evident in the fact that we're seeing yeah, a very lopsided um, league this year I mean the NFC East is historically good which is crazy the NFC West is historically bad which is again is, is weird the, the AFC North is, is bizarre as is the NFC North everything's going a bit lopsided so yeah, I'm not going to go through good day, bad day, and go through all the games. Instead, I'm going to get down to to brass taxes in a minute with your waiver wire picks and make this a bit of a shorter episode. But I think I'm looking at this week's Thursday, Friday episode and just looking to take stock a little bit. And I might do a bit of kind of mid season rethinking because things are just just weird and wonderful in the in the NFL. It's a great great to watch as a fan, and I, I am I'm absolutely loving it as a fan especially in all those neutral games, it's great to watch. But, my God, you can't really keep on track of it. Right, that's enough waffling over. Um, How did I do this week? Um, I didn't do badly. I'm going to put it out there. I I did pretty well. Um, In our home league, um, I had a very tight competition with Ed. Um, He asked me for some fancy advice. He asked me, do I start Raheem Moster or Devonta Devonta Freeman? Not Devonta Foreman, Don'ta Foreman who i picked up uh this week and i was like well you know what? there's a lot of tape on most of it they look like they're using him you're up against the lions who have a leaky defense so maybe it's a good play but you know foreman's just been absolutely mashing it out there and uh he picked wrong and i think that was that was the the game i think it was a you know 10 point swing there between the two players and uh unfortunately ed lost to me after a taking my advice which i I was very non-committal on i didn't say one or the other so ed for the record i didn't make you lose you lost yourself so trust trust in your feelings trust in your own own belief there mate um don't listen to some guy waffling on the internet um in our new beginners league i smashed it dan i'm sorry humbling victory uh or humbling loss for you sorry um I'm, I'm, i'm very humble in victory obviously but uh yeah um that was a a very one-sided affair there um but equally i was massively humbled in our um in our dynasty league uh, i am rocking down at 2 and 6 now having shipped some more players for picks this last week i've now got two first with the possibility of another one on the, on the horizon as well i've just I'm fully gone into the tank here and maybe just be that wild card uh, as we go through the rest of the season because there are some teams who are who are really struggling to get those wins out and, and just trying to grind them out a little bit on the other side ed who i absolutely smashed in the home league um, absolutely smashed it in the dentist league so you know fortunes are very unbalanced in those leagues um but on the plus side uh, i am turning it around little by a little bit in the megalo which is the uh the big competition for the fancy footballers um i'm up at five and eleven now i've had a run of five victories on on the bounce here so yeah i'm, I'm pretty happy with that and um, there's, there's so many so many victories in that by the way um it's because we play against the league median so it makes it a little bit tougher on that side but uh yeah it, it's not a mixed affair this week so I'm, I'm pretty happy in some affairs i'm in the playoffs in three leagues at the moment so pretty happy about that and the rest of them i'm either punting away or uh, or maybe not taken quite as seriously but with that said that's enough about me let's get on into your waiver wire picks this week So, waivers this week, it's the week for the biopocalypse. Maybe there's other weeks that have more relevance and impact uh, elsewhere, but but really this has the most teams and probably the most relevant players um, that you're playing week in, week out that have been affected. Um, On a bye this week, we've got the Browns, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, um, which everyone will miss if you've got their defence. I certainly will be. Uh, We've got Denver. No one particularly fancy relevant there. Um, New York Giants, uh, Steelers and San Francisco. So that means at the QB, you've lost Dak, Jimmy G and Daniel Jones. I'm going to put Daniel Jones in there because he's he's done numbers against me. Um, So hopefully he hasn't done numbers against you recently, but he is... I think you've got to say he's fancy relevant just for his legs alone. Um, That option play that that they have in uh, New York has been brilliant for them. At the running back, you've got Chubb, you've got the Pollard-Zeke combination. I would say you've missing Pollard uh, more so. Um, Saquon Barkley, who is the running back two at the moment, although you are getting back the running back one still game by game, which is Austin Eckler. Um, you've got Najee Harris out. Again, he's a bit more filler than killer. And obviously you've got uh, CMC out this week on a bye after his amazing record-breaking performance. Um, At wide receiver, you've got Debo, Ayuk, Amari Cooper, and CD Lamb all on a buy. So I I would probably reference them all as top fifteen wide receivers. So you're you're feeling it if you've got any of those guys. I've got quite a few stake in uh, quite a few stakes in Ayuk. So. I'm feeling a little bit bad about that although he was always on the periphery. He's never that kind of player that you can really trust to start, is he? Um you've got Njoku out at tight end, he was already out but in a in a very thin position you've also got Frymouth who's who's been relevant this year and uh, and George Kittle who has been when he's healthy he's relevant. So you have got him out as well. And obviously you've got three decent defenses out in the uh, in the Cowboys, um the San Francisco 49ers and you Know what? I'm going to put the Giants in there as well because they have been keeping games close and, and doing enough to stay in there. So we've got a lot of places, players to fill, and not a lot of players out there really. I've been scouring the market and not really found anyone, you know, who really jumps out as being well, he is the waiver by pick this week. So let's go through and, and have a think about, you know, what positions we're, we're really looking at. We'll start at QB. I was really impressed by Justin Fields this week, not in his throwing but the stuff he does with his legs, it just confuses players and confuses defenses. So he would be someone I would be looking to pick up in a a spot. And he's going up against Miami, who are keeping games close. Um, You would think Miami's high-powered offense, you you would think they would just jump ahead, but they seem more like, because of their weird chunk plays and their slow time to play, they're a ball control offense, which is someone that, a team that, the game script could well work for fields he's available in over 6% of leagues i'm going to be looking for him in a 2qb league so yeah i think i think he's someone that's worthwhile and i don't think he'll kill you this week i think that's that's probably the main thing and um yeah second in that one another one who won't kill you is um uh, we've got mariota uh, against the chargers this week i i probably like the matchup more than most because Los Angeles Chargers historically aren't great against the run. Mariota is doing a lot of designed runs, although Tyler Algier behind him, I think, is interesting. Just volume play alone, even though he's only getting like three or four yards per run. Uh, Mariota is available in two-thirds of leagues. He's not going to throw a huge amount, but when he does, he's going to be relatively accurate because he's schemed up well. There's going to be a big chunk play or two. He'll get on the score sheet. So, yeah, I think he's he's a low-risk play there as well. And um, finally, I don't know why, but they're sticking with Dalton. And I, well, actually, I do know why. <laughs> Dalton's not going to kill the Saints. And the Saints are now looking to win on defence. If you can pick up a defence, by the way, go after the Saints. They they actually got it together this week uh, after weeks and weeks of not doing so. But um, yeah, I, I would say uh, Andy Dalton isn't going to kill you. Um, he's a game manager. They know his limitations. He's available in 85% of leagues league for a reason. But if you're really up against it, um, he is someone that you could play, um, especially against Baltimore, who are going to slow down the game. They're, they're, going to, they're going to shorten it quite a lot with a lot of running plays, which means Andy Dalton's not going to get a lot of time to throw. Alvin Kamara is similarly you know, an amazing running threat. So maybe he's just not going to throw it too much. Again, if you need someone who's not going to kill you, it's not sexy, but it'll do. Um, now, running back. You're losing a lot of running backs this week. So let's have a look. Um, if you haven't already, Donta Foreman, go get him. Um, he's available in the third of leagues still. Uh, and if you haven't got him, he's he's the running back one there. Tuba um, Hubbard is in and out of the lineup. So, yeah, he's he's getting all the play there. Um, outside of that, again, the Bears. It did impress me this week, especially on the ground. Go get Khalil Herbert. He's available in 50% of the league. So coin toss He's available. Go and try and get him. Um, and again, same speaks to, to, to the Miami game. You can get at Miami in, in lots of different ways. Um, they're, they're very heavily relying on their offense. Um, so, and, and Tua to bail them out in, in most of those games. So we'll see how, how that goes. But I trust Herbert more so than I trust um, David Montgomery. And he's outperforming week on week. Next, we've got um, Isaiah Pacheco. He's just been on a bye. Beforehand, he was playing a lot more snaps and getting a lot more run plays than um, than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So you can probably rely on him to get you a little bit of volume there, if not be too sexy. Maybe he'll get a bit of goal line play, but yeah, Andrew Reid trickery, you don't know. I think it's worth a stash and seeing what he'll do. And historically, Kansas City have been great against Tennessee. Tennessee are... I don't know whether they're going to be good or not, I can't tell, because the last game they played was just running it down the throats of um, of the Houston Texans. So we we'll don't know if they're going to be any good, but Pacheco is maybe a little bit of a steal this week, if you can get him up, as there are so many people out. Um, we'll go back to uh, another familiar running team um, in Baltimore. Um, we'll go for Kenyon Drake. He's available in 82% of leagues he managed to play really well. I I really had a lot of faith in the Gus bus last week. I'm just looking at the stat line here, but um, Drake is, 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 is a speed back, I guess. And um, in relief of Gus, who went out with another injury, um, I'm not sure whether he's going to be questionable or limited. Kenyon Drake played on 58% of snaps and got 15 plus points. So, He's reliable again. So again, if you if you can get him, I would go for him. Um, in a couple of leagues I play in, James Connor is still dropped because, you know, Benjamin has been running that. I think James Connor is worth a speculative add there. And finally, uh, Rashad White um, at Tampa Bay against the LA Rams. Sorry, I was just trying to think who they're playing this week. They're playing us. And um, yeah, you can run at the Rams. I <laughs> think That's quite evident. And uh, if you've got more than one back, they're going to get play. And I think Tampa Bay probably need to switch up a little bit. They need to move away from Lenny. Even though he's getting that goal line play, he's just so one-dimensional. Rashad White is very much more dynamic, and I think he's the kind of player that they need to shift their offense a little bit. Moving on to wide receiver, um, I'm going to start with a new trade. Um, we've got Kadarius Toney. Um He's available in 50% of leagues. Yeah, that I think speaks for it. If if you want a piece of that um, Kansas City offense and you haven't got Juju Smith-Shooter, Maybe a good show, I think at the very least this week he's good for a rental um because he's going to get some kind of schemed up plays for him. He probably won't be on the field a huge amount, but um yeah, I think moving forwards if he if he plays this week he'll get a couple of a uh, couple of looks and I think moving forward they'll scheme him up he he's he's a he's a yak the rack guy, you know I think he could be very interesting um the rest of the guys are gonna be a bit bit odd. um. Well, not odd, but the really low plays that you can definitely get hold of. Rondale Moore, available in 94% of leagues. Why aren't you picking him up? He's he's great. I, th- I think he's the number two there. They're going up against Seattle who have a lower than average defence. Um, It looks like uh Kyle Murray is reversing his fortunes and actually having a late season revival, maybe. So uh we'll we'll see what happens there. But they need number two. Rondell Moore is the one who's who's jumping out to get it. So I'd go after him. Um I've got Josh Palmer um for the Chargers. Um again going to Atlanta. Um Keenan Allen should be back. Mike Williams is out. You're looking for someone who who can get some touches uh when you're looking down at that because he's available in ninety seven percent of leagues. He's not gonna win you your week, but You never know, he could be a bit of a flyer. And I think Devin Duvernay is worth a look. Again, I've spoken about him a lot. He's available in 75% of leagues. He is okay, not fantastic, but when he gets the ball, he looks like he's going to do something. He only gets it two or three times a game, but he looks like he's going to do something. And with uh, Rashad Bateman out, I think they might trade or trade for a a wide receiver. They just traded for Roquan Smith over there. So the, um, uh, yeah, I I think the, Baltimore Ravens are are really going for their Super Bowl window. So I think you could probably see some play from uh, Devin DuVernay. And finally, um, I'll go to Traylon Burks. He's back from injury. He's probably dropped in mostly because he wasn't particularly useful. Robert Woods hasn't been great as the number one guy. So maybe he's got uh, an opening to take that. And finally, we'll move on to tight end tight end as always is a dumpster fire so probably some of the same old names that we're talking about here taysom hill is available in 38 percent of leagues go pick him up he's going to get some packages he'll be great well he won't be great but he'll get you eight points which is great for a tight end um we've got evan engram i said i i said to him a lot last week you should have gone and got him he's gone up from 26 percent roster to 45 so he's still available in over half of your leagues he was great this last week um yeah and and the jags have got? Who've they, 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 they got? I was having a look. Uh, I can't even see them. The Jags are at Vegas, who um, let a lot of points um, in last week. Their, their defense is—you can throw on them—and Evan Ingram seems to be that safety valve for um, the the young Trevor Lawrence over there. So, yeah, he's someone I would be looking to to pick up. Surely. Um, then we've got Greg Dulcich. Yes, another um, player that uh, was was seen on sunday um at wembley again he's not playing this week but i think he's an interesting pickup um as a kind of sleeper for you um in, in tight end is is a hard position to get right he, he'd be someone i'd go after after and uh finally we'll talk about the probably one of the number one waiver wire pickups this week i would think if you're looking at tight end breakouts you've got isaiah likely who absolutely stormed it last week Available ninety eight point nine percent of leagues, so yeah, I would go after Isaiah Likely as well. Even if you're just betting on the fact that Mark Andrews is a is being used as a decoy or something like that, or he's injured, you want a piece of that offense, especially if they're looking to build a team that is really going to challenge uh, for, for the for the conference this year. And uh, that's your lot. So uh, just a quick rundown there. We've got Fields, Mariota, Dalton at QB, uh, running back, Herbert Pacheco, uh, Kenyon Drake, John Foreman, James Conner, if he was dropped. Um, that's a word shout because I think some people have done that. By week is hell. People do things weird. It's it's just one of those. Um, likewise, I saw Gerald Everett dropped in one of my leagues. I'm going to be going straight and picking him up. But um, wide receiver, we've got Kadarius Toney, Rondell Moore, Josh Palmer, Devin DuVernay and Traylon Burks on, on return to return from injury. Um, this week, Evan Ingram is a good shout. Taysom Hill is a good shout. Isaiah Likely is an interesting one. And Greg, Greg Dolchich has a bit of a stash for you there. And if you're looking at defences, I'd probably look at the Saints if you can get hold of them. Um, yeah, it's a bit potluck who you're going to get with defences. But um, that's your lot for this episode. Short and sweet, um, I will be coming back with a... An episode on Thursday or Friday, hopefully with a slightly new look. Um, I've been, got some feedback from, from my friends um, to make it a bit snappier and what have you. And go, and So we'll do the hit and sit column a bit differently and maybe not drag through all of the games, but we'll focus on some players that I think are relevant because that's what's interesting to me. And hopefully that's what's interesting to you. So um, with that, thank you so much if you've listened this far. Um, bit rushed on my part, but thank you very much for listening to me waffle on. As always, you can find me on socials at Rugby with Pads. I'm trying to be a bit more active. I'm really bad at it, but I'm learning. I'm learning still. Um, thank you so much if you listened this far and I will see you on the virtual gridiron.